and in response to the governor's stay home. If you could start over again, thank you. Okay, start over? Yes, there we go, thank you. All right, I am now calling this uh, August 24th meeting of the Houghton Community Council to order. We're conducting it um, on a Zoom basis in response to the governor's stay home, stay healthy proclamations. Um, so it's a virtual meeting. Uh, community members may join the meeting uh, via Zoom. Uh, and to this, to, my understanding is at this point, we haven't had any community members who have actually requested to be present. And so um, the agenda that we have, we've got uh, minutes from four of our meetings to, pat, uh, to uh, review and approve. Then we have uh, council member reports and comments followed by a uh, review of the uh, rooftop appurtenances and rooftop amenities uh, code amendments. And then we will uh, have administrative reports and council discussion and that's what we have on our agenda. So with that, I would like to uh, ask if anybody has any uh, corrections or, uh, uh, yeah, any, any additions or corrections to the minutes of the January 23rd, 2020 meeting? Does anybody have any additions or corrections? All right. We, I'm concerned that we don't have present um, I don't think we have a, a, a quorum of people who were present at the meeting to be able to approve the minutes. So I don't know that we can actually take action on this. Um, Larry can't, he's asked, he has to abstain because he wasn't, wasn't on the council at that time. And um, so I think we have to defer action on those minutes, unfortunately, because we can't approve something without a quorum. Um, the minutes of the January 27th meeting, we have the exact same situation. So I don't think at this time, oh wait, here comes Ruth, saving the day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause for a second until Ruth checks in and that will give us the, uh, the quorum we need to approve the minutes. We have a quorum. No, not of people who are present. Larry wasn't on the council at the time. So we can only get three votes to approve these minutes. Um, we can, with Ruth, we can. We just need Ruth to pop in. <laughs> Is there? Ruth appears to be muted. So if she's speaking, Ruth? not coming through. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, what happened to our webmaster who is gonna help us through these situations? He's here. Ruth has unmuted. I, we need Ruth and we need her to appear on the screen so she's, we know she's part of this. Ruth. 
can can we get some technical assistance to get Ruth um, participating? Be working on that. Just one moment. I guess while we're waiting for that, we could uh, move on to the minutes of the. Oh, we've got the same problem. We don't have it because I. I wasn't present for the, the February 13th meeting. Um, but we could, we could review the, the April 27th meeting. So are there any additions or corrections to the April 27th meeting? The chair I would- have a, uh, I have a question about an action item that was part of those minutes. And it okay. would be for uh, Jeremy. We talked about uh, sidebars in the code language. And I know that we had some continuing on, on conversation with the director as well. And is that something that we could talk about further in our conversation today? Or is that something we should table for later? I, if you could table it for later, I'm in discussions with code publishing, whoever sees our code. They currently have a system in place that would enable them to do that. There is an upgrade that we're waiting to get a bid on. Um, and if you've been to Bellevue's um, code, John, um, Bellevue has the more contemporary software from code publishing that does what you're asking for and has a lot of other bells and whistles also. So I'm waiting for a, a bid back from code publishing to just upgrade our whole code. We're short of that code publishing doesn't have the um, ability right now to do it. Thanks, sorry to get into discussion, Rick. Sorry about that. Oh, actually it's a pretty good use of time. <laughs> so <laughs> I have no, no objection to that, John. Um, but I would entertain a motion to approve the minutes of April 27, 2020, um, unless somebody's got any additions or corrections to them. So moved. So, yeah. Okay, it's been moved and is there a second? Second. Okay, so we have a motion and a second uh, to approve the minutes of the April 27th, 2020 meeting. All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Okay, so we have approval of that meeting minutes, meetings minutes. And now we need Ruth in order to get the other minutes approved. I'll tell you what, uh, do, you, do any of you have, let's just uh, uh, take a sidestep to um, the council member reports and comments. Are there any council member reports or comments? I have uh, on, on reports and comments, I have a, a follow-up question in our January 27th minutes, there's reference to uh, the bus line 255 and Brian was going to um, look into that bus route. Jeremy, I think maybe you were as well. And I would like to ask maybe if we either could put that on the agenda for another meeting or if Mr. Codley knows about that off the top of his head, uh, he could report back to all of us on that. I believe after that meeting, uh, I know I forwarded at least a bill, but I think I forwarded it to all members of the council 
kind of go back and look, but it was kind of the summary packet from Metro. Yeah. Okay. Did that satisfy your questions, Bill? I think so, yeah. Okay. Any any other council member reports or comments? Any progress in getting Ruth in this meeting? It looks like we might be trying to get her on the telephones as you can hear us as opposed to her computer, maybe. Whatever works. Whatever works. Yeah. Um We're working on Ruth. She's coming in right now. Okay, good. Actually, one other thing we could discuss while we're waiting for Ruth to come in is, uh, Jeremy, there was, uh, it was later on in the administrative actions, but the uh, change the meeting times until in-person meetings resume. Can you talk about that? You're muted, Jeremy. You're muted, Jeremy. Someday I'm going to figure out this. <laughs> I'm just on it eight hours a day, so why should I know how to use it? <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a request by the Design Review Board to consider moving their meeting start times up. So we polled other boards and commissions to see if anybody had an interest in moving it, uh, their meetings till sooner uh, while we're in the this digital environment, uh, the polling for Houghton, I think we heard from five people that they were good with moving the start time to 6 p.m. Um, I haven't checked back with our admin staff for a while, but I don't think we'd heard from Brian or Ruth on their preferences. So I was just going to ask again, if there's a preference to start earlier, would you rather keep the seven o'clock start time? The and I think what's happened to other boards and commissioners is we found out some of the feedback from um, board and commissioners was they're, they're still getting home from work, settling in with the family. So if those conditions apply to board and commissioners, I'd be concerned if um, citizens who might want to participate are mm. under constraints. Yeah. So I'll, I'll turn it over to the um, council to talk about it and let me know your preference. Any thoughts? This is a good time to talk about as any while we're waiting for our, the rest of our agenda. Uh, yeah, John. How do we, how do we, I stuck my hand up. Who, who's, who's supposed to see our hand go up and call on us, that sort of thing? Because I'm just keeping myself uh, unmuted the whole time, and I'll address if, if somebody wants if If I see a hand go up or if I see a something by your you know symbol that says you want to speak then okay I'll, yeah so yeah john um from my standpoint we have a um one of the complaints that we have heard at our council about our council and many other councils is we never heard about a certain action item and now we're coming last minute to city council about it. When in fact, many mailers have been sent out, many emails have been sent out, many things have been sent out to alert the public. They just don't notice them. Um, I'm all about open and transparency as much as can be. And 
personally, I would be concerned about changing our meeting times during this COVID period and somebody not knowing or understanding that and tuning in late and missing something. Now they yeah. can always go back and, and see the film. Uh, with all that said, personally, I don't care what whatever the group decides is going to be fine with me. I'll make work. But I am curious, Jeremy, have the other councils discussed this possible um, throwing the citizens for a loop? Um, I don't know that they talked about that specifically, but I think even the design review board has elected to not move their meeting time. But I don't know the full rationale for why they chose not to when they started this conversation. Okay. Okay, Larry's uh, asked to speak. My comments are very similar to John's. For me, it works either way. Uh, but I know when things change, it takes a while for people to catch up. Uh, we haven't had much, we haven't even had that many meetings since I've been on out there. So I'm not even sure how many people are tracking and paying attention to the Open Community Council meetings right now uh, because uh, it's nothing right in their backyard that they feel anyway. So uh, changing the time just adds one more thing that might get in their, their way. We haven't heard from the community saying, hey, we sure wish they were earlier. Okay. We've had the same for the neighborhood association, <laughs> trying to figure out if the, a different time would work better. And okay. Didn't really get any feedback. Bill, do you want to throw in your two bits? Nope. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good either way. I, I right. actually prefer the earlier time, but if the, if it's an issue with um, the public or with other members, I'm okay with keeping it at seven. Okay. I, my personal, I, I agree with what um, both John and Larry said personally, I think, unless there's some compelling reason, I think we should stick with the traditional time. Uh, and and if, if there's really some overwhelming reason to do it, I, I would go, I, everybody's saying they're willing to do it, but not that they feel like they really would prefer it. And I think we just keep it unless there's a strong preference or a strong reason. Does that make sense, Jeremy? Yes, and I'll hear something from the public that, that if we're getting feedback from the community that that's preferable, we'll let you know. Okay, thank you. How are we doing on getting Ruth? Oh, wait, <laughs> yes, Bill. He's going to say, what does Ruth think? We're still working on Ruth. Did I, was that, did, did we hear Ruth or did we hear? Oh, that was Shayla and I apologize. Okay. We're still working on Ruth. Huh. Can, uh, can we get some indication of what to expect on getting Ruth in this meeting? We're going to try another route. I apologize. Because um, I, I don't want to take up too much time. If she's not going to be able to get in, I'd rather move forward with the, the meeting. I, I'd rather have her in, obviously. Let's give Shailen a chance to try to troubleshoot with her. Um, anything else? 
Jeremy, uh, maybe if there's anything else on the work program that uh, is worthy of any comment, discussion. Nothing in particular. The um, the city council did adopt the work program. I think I shared a draft of it with uh, Rick and John uh, last month. Yeah. Um, they made a few additional changes to it. I would note it's probably one of the lighter in terms of Houghton Community Council yeah. um, tasks, like citywide tasks. It's probably one of the lighter work programs we've seen that just have a number of projects of that citywide nature. So um, nothing new to report there. I can walk through it if it's of interest to other um, council members. Otherwise, I could send out a link to it. Well, uh, while we're waiting for Ruth, if you want to just uh, give a, a brief uh, outline of the uh, work program issues that affect Houghton Community Council that's been approved. Okay, tell me when my screen pops up. It's up. You got it? Yep. Um, so the first, these are broken up by year with the blue tasks um, being things that we started in 2018 or 2019, which um, you're probably familiar with. Those are things that are under, projects are all underway or hopefully nearing conclusion. The green set of tasks are ones that we've started this year or hope to start later this year. Um, we do have a package of um, amendments, minor amendments to the subdivision ordinance to keep up with state law and a couple of other changes. Those would need to come to the community council. Um, we will come back to you in September. We, we probably had to cancel our joint hearing due to a noticing issue we had on the streamlining of public project regulations. So we'll have a joint meeting with the planning commission in September on that. Um, no citizen amendment request are moving ahead in Houghton jurisdiction. We will have the annual comprehensive plan amendments starting to come due in uh, maybe October. Uh, that's just our annual capital facilities plan, other things like that. So nothing earth shattering there. Uh, I mentioned to the chair and vice chair that it looks like the Bridal Trails uh, neighborhood center zoning will progress the owners of um, Tech City Bold are gearing up to submit an application for that. We do have a neighborhood plan for your neighbors to the north of Moss Bay and Everest that will queue up um, later this year. We'll keep you apprised of that as we move forward. And we do have some updates to the geologic hazardous regulations that would come to Houghton Community Council that we're trying to find uh, time to start to work on. And we may or may not have some wireless regulations that would come to you. And that's just where the federal government has preempted Kirkland's authority. We should reflect that in our zoning code. Nothing urgent about that. So that's kind of what's in the hopper right now. And then moving forward to future years um, is where it probably lightens up a bit as we get deeper into the work program. So 21, 22, we need to gear up for our uh, major comprehensive plan update. Uh, that's the state mandated one. Obviously, there's some Houghton uh, lifting on that. Um, and then just kind of your normal comprehensive plan amendment, annual comp plan amendments. Okay. Any questions on any of that?
I've lost my ability to Hello? see. Hey, Hello? Ruth, welcome. Oh we are so glad to I have you up. on this meeting. You don't know how much we uh, missed you. Uh, well, I could hear you all talking, and I just couldn't talk. And if it wasn't for Shailene, we owe her a bonus for Yay. getting me on this thing. <laughs> yes. yeah. Sorry. That's, that's great. We're just thrilled to have you with us. So now we can move back to uh, approving the minutes where we didn't have enough people who had been at the meeting to be able to approve the minutes. So the uh, first meeting minutes would be the January 23rd, 2020 meeting. Do we have any additions or corrections to those minutes? Someone care to uh, move to approve them as presented? I'm looking for a hand. I wasn't at that meeting. Uh, okay, we cannot approve those minutes. Um, oh, because two people were gone. Yeah, we only have two people who are present for that. So forget that one. January 27th minutes. <laughs> who, anybody have any additions or corrections to that? And could we have a motion to approve? So moved. John has moved. Bill, have second. you seconded it? I have. All right, it's been moved and seconded. All in favor of approving the minutes of the January 27th, 2020 meeting. Signify by saying aye. 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 Great. And now the February 13th minutes. This is one that I was not present for, although I will point out that there is a, at least one grammatical error on uh, item 3B. Um, it, it's uh, the first sentence on that, or the second sentence says, HCC provided input regarding noise, lights, and adjoining. I think it should be adjoining properties. Anybody else have any additions or corrections? Okay, would someone care to move to approve those minutes with that that correction? I move. So move. Okay, a second. Second. Okay, good. It's been moved and seconded. All in favor, say aye. 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 And I abstain. Minutes are approved. All right, we're making some progress. Now, could could we finish the work program? Oh, I'm sorry, John. Did you have a question on it? I have two questions. Okay. I, I apologize. Please. Wait a minute. We didn't cover the April 27th minutes. Yeah, we did. We, we approved those before Ruth came on because we, the four of us were able to approve them. Yeah. So, John, your questions? Uh, so, Jeremy, uh, I think overall the tree discussion at city council is stalled out and we're waiting for more in person in person meetings to reestablish. Is that the game plan? That's correct. Okay. Second item is uh, the Everest neighborhood plan is coming up and we, I want to know about the coordination with the shopping center, the central Houghton, went through their, their plan uh, years ago. And um, then the city council acted on the north side of the street. So we've got some incompatible zoning. Um, 
is do you have any idea is if the neighborhood is going to discuss trying to marry the zoning back up again or just let sleeping dogs lie? I think it'll be a discussion topic and we'll just scope that out um, in the early stages of the neighborhood plan. Okay. It's, I think it, when, when we start the process, everything's on the table. Um, and then we'll just work through a process of, with the community of scoping um, what extent of neighborhood plan changes are desired. Um, so time, time will tell. Okay, uh, perfect. And then um, uh, under reports, um, I had uh, chatted with you before about uh, the progress of the Google, I think it's Google 3 where the old chain line was. And have there been any more applications for further land development southward on anything with Google? Somebody had asked me about that. So phase three is in for is in permitting right now, obviously. Um, as you see the vacancies in the old Moss Bay Center and where chain line are. Um, phase four, I think, has a lot of logistical. There is a phase four potentially, but there's logistical area uh, issues with um, tenants and I'm not sure what the ownership looks like in there. So I guess I'd have to categorize that as unknown. I don't think we've had a pre-sub on it. I wouldn't state that categorically, but. Okay. Thank you. That's everything you wanted, John? Yes. Okay, great. Um, do we have any uh, members uh, requests from the uh, audience? Any any outside members who have any comments or questions? Okay, we're gonna pass that. And we're moving into rooftop appurtenances and rooftop amenities code amendments. And for uh, uh, discussion, I just want you guys to know that I did uh, read, uh, listen through the uh, tapes, uh, or actually watch the video of the uh, actual meeting, the joint meeting between the Planning Commission and the Hope Community Council, and then um, uh, listen to the, the deliberations. So, Allison, I'm taking it, you're gonna be leading the presentation here. Yes, sir, thank you, Mr. Chair. Can everyone hear me okay? I was having audio issues earlier. Yes, we hear you. Yes. Excellent. Um, so I've got a screen share going for you. Um, so we're here tonight to uh, for Houghton Community Council to take their final action on the rooftop amenity and appurtenance code amendments. Um, I have a brief presentation for you tonight. I'm happy to go into more detail if you want it, but otherwise I'll keep it short. Um, so I'll do a little bit of a, of a review of how we got here. Um, City Council did make a couple of amendments after Houghton Community Council's recommendations, um, but for the most part, the code is pretty intact as to uh, what you uh, recommended to Planning Commission and City Council back all the way back in February. So um, why are we looking at this in the first place? Um, we were exploring options to provide more outdoor amenity space for multifamily and commercial tenant tenants and also supporting growth strategies in the comprehensive plan. Um, so we started this project uh, back in September of 2019. Um, Houghton saw it for the first time in October of 2019. Um, we were with you in February. You held a joint hearing with the Planning Commission um, and had your deliberation after that. 
Um, we went back to planning commission for their deliberation after you deliberated. Um, we had a couple briefings with city council in June and July of this year. I'll go into what we discussed at those in a second. Um, and city council adopted the amendments uh, back on August 4th of this year. So we're really talking about three different things when we're talking about rooftop appurtenances and rooftop amenities. I'll run through them real quick as a review. Um, rooftop appurtenances were already a defined uh, term in our code. Um, and that is talking about really equipment that's required for buildings. So HVAC equipment, elevator equipment, stair penthouses, and the like. Um, we're introducing two new definitions in these code amendments. The first is rooftop amenities. And those are structures like landscape planters, guards, railings, um, seating, play equipment, barbecues, hot tubs, um, really anything that you might see up on a rooftop. Um, and then we have rooftop common rooms. So we are proposing to define rooftop common rooms as exterior covered areas or interior enclosed space up on a rooftop. Um, and these code amendments propose that in some cases, in some places, rooftop amenities and rooftop common rooms should be allowed to extend above the maximum structure height. So we did, we did go out to the public and um, the Houghton Community Council had a good discussion, I think after reviewing a lot of the public comment that we brought to you in February. Um, we heard uh, general support during um, public comments for rooftop amenities in areas that already have more dense and taller building heights, um, more dense development, I should say, and taller building heights. We heard a lot of general support for green rooftops, um, but we also heard concerns about light, noise, privacy impacts, um, particularly concerning low density residential properties that might potentially be impacted by more rooftop amenity spaces. Um, we did receive additional public comments after we saw you in February, but those public comments um, really kind of fell into one of the categories above and didn't present any new issues since you considered this item. So um, now I'll just go over what, what changes City Council made. Um, the June-July City Council briefings we had um, were really focused on just more discussion about potential impacts to low-density residential zones. So the changes um, or the amendments that they made to the code after you uh, recommended it um, were to address some of the potential impacts further. And so um, the Houghton Community Council recommended prohibiting rooftop common rooms above maximum structure height on portions of properties adjoining low density residential zones. We talked about this quite a bit in February and at that time we were looking at areas that were about 100 feet away from low density residential zones, that kind of being a buffer zone where rooftop common rooms could not be above the maximum structure height. The city council um, went a little further and they expanded the application of what would be considered adjoining to include the entire property if any portion of it was adjoining a low density residential zone. I have a visual here for you in a second. So um, basically we're not gonna have any properties where you have a split where one portion of the property might be allowed to have something above max structure height and another would not. Um, they also decided to prohibit rooftop common rooms and rooftop amenities above maximum structure height on properties adjoining low density residential zones. So um, I won't go through all the code amendments that you recommended them already, but I did wanna show you kind of what it ends up looking like in the Houghton jurisdiction. 
um, and where you'll see significant changes in what's allowed above maximum structure height as a result of these code amendments. Um, and really, again, you looked at adjoining, so just property that um, is within 100 feet of low density residential zones. If you can see my cursor, that's delineated by this kind of bold red line. The yellow is, is low density residential zones, so no changes to the rules in low density residential zones and more restrictions in the area between the red line and the low density residential zones. When council decided to um, expand that application of adjoining, it now includes the spaces as this gray hatch. So in those areas, rooftop common rooms and rooftop amenities are not allowed to extend above the maximum structure height. Um, furthermore, these height flexibilities are not applicable within the shoreline management area, and that's 200 feet within the shoreline. So that kind of knocks out the properties, most of the properties along um, between the lake and Lake Washington Boulevard, or um, I guess that'd be Lake Street right there. Um, so the areas that we're really talking about making significant changes are um, Houghton Center up here. Um, this kind of strip of some multifamily and office zoned properties, and then down here at the southern tip of the city. And, and with that, um, we'd like to open it up for questions or discussion. If, if you have questions about uh, what was recommended back in February, I'd be happy to answer those too. Otherwise, we'd invite you to discuss and take action on this item. Thank you, Allison. If you can remove the screen, I can't see everybody the way it's set up now. So there we go, great. So uh, John, you have your hand up. Thank you. Uh, Allison, that was very, very nice, very, very clear. Thank you very much. Um, I have a question and I'm not sure if you were the one presenting at council or Jeremy, if you were there, how that worked, but did, and I did not listen to the city council's minutes on this. Uh, or their uh, their audio tape, but was there a discussion about um, how much their particular addition would limit where the rooftop appurtenances would go, where the common rooms would go? Excuse me. I don't think it came up as a concern that the um, the code amendments that council adopted are are a more limited application of this new flexibility. So I don't think there was a concern that the application of the new flexibility would be fairly limited throughout the city at this point. Okay. Did that answer your question? Well, it did. And it's just my analysis of it and your, your, your uh, map with the gray slashes in it really, really identify that sort of what's left over in our jurisdiction is, is essentially where generally multifamily projects will go. Um, and the trend for multifamily right now is not big buildings with the big rooftop area that you can put a rooftop on, but more, more detached. Um, and so this knocks out an awful lot of, of office spaces or small office buildings, that sort of thing, where rooftop decks really could be nice. And um, so I, I kind of understand where they wanted to protect the adjacency to single family zoning. That absolutely made sense to me, but how it works in our jurisdiction, I think is a little different than in others because of the way our zoning is laid out. So um, um, I, I guess with that said, I, from my standpoint, Rick, I'm, I'm prepared tonight to just move forward and vote affirmative on what city council's done and okay. I'll listen to what people have to say. 
I see anybody else have uh, comments? I'm not seeing any hands. Okay. Um, I frankly kind of, uh, personally, I, I was glad to see the, the city council taking a more conservative approach on this. You can always liberalize things, but it, it's better to, to take things conservatively and incrementally and then see how they work before you open it uh, wide open similar to what we tried to do on the missing middle housing. So at any rate, with that, um, any other, no other questions or comments? If not, we have uh, an opportunity to take action on this. Um, the recommendation from staff, oh, Bill, yes. No, I, I would just pile on to what you said. I think it's a rare, a rare occurrence where the city council actually um, adds more restrictions to what we've already done and I think it's positive and I, I, I agree with you that we should kind of take a look and see what happens and if if we think we need to loosen it up a little bit more for Houghton, we can make that proposal later on down the road per, per John's statements. Yep. Larry, did you have something? Yep, please. Uh, yes, uh, a couple ones. One is uh, I did track the process through the uh, city council process and was it's some really good discussion, but what I don't remember is if there was any pushback from the development community or others uh, really trying to push uh, that against these away from the 100 foot to the full property. I know a lot of this was driven by the Market Street corridor. Uh, we certainly saw lots of those comments out here. So I just wanted to get any other follow up on, on that. Um, we didn't hear from anyone at the council meetings um kind of pushing back in the other direction um and i didn't hear specifically from anyone on that personally thank you any other questions or comments well the chair would entertain a motion to approve resolution 2020-7 adopting ordinance oh it's it's O4720 approved by the city council on August 4th, amending, uh, which pertains to the rooftop appurtenance and rooftop amenity regulations. Would someone okay. care to make that motion? So moved. All right, is there a second? Second. All right, we've got a motion and a second. Any further questions? All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? All right. It passes unanimously. Thank you, Allison. We really appreciate your work on this. Thank you for your time. Good to see you all. Yes, great. Thank you, Allison. Bye. And unless Jeremy has anything else under administrative reports, I think we've covered our business for the night. Yeah, I think we've talked about everything I was going to cover. All right. Anybody else before we check out? No, thanks for your patience and hanging on. We for me to try and get this. I spent more time trying to get on than I was actually at the meeting. So <laughs> apologize for that. <laughs> Thank you, Ruth. I can see you guys. <laughs> hey, thanks for persisting, Ruth. We appreciate it. No. Well, I'll tell you, I owe Shailene big time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and R Ruth, if you want to um, do another trial anytime, let us know and we can, we can test it again. The problem was I didn't get that second email the oh. Zoom webinar email, and I had to do it two ways. I don't have a camera on my computer, so I have to do, for the video, 
I have to do it on my phone, and it wasn't coming through on my phone. And, of course, I'm so dense that I have to turn off the – anyway, she kept calling, and we were talking, but it wasn't happening. So (laughs) next time, it'll be better. All right. Thanks for persisting. Thanks Thanks for everybody – to everybody, and uh, we'll see you at the next meeting. Okay, thanks. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Shay.